It's the Lowdown on Sports 1440. Welcome to the show. If you're just tuning in, thank you. Driven by Wolf GMC Buick. New name, same great team. Find them on the corner of 184th Street and Stony Plain Road. WolfGMCBuick.com. All right. You ever seen one of those Western shows where there's a bunch of stallions in the corral and they're just waiting to get out and then they open it up and then God help us. Craziness just happens. Well, that's kind of like Steve Lansky, our dear friend who joins us and we're always, always positive about him because he's a good man. In the community, brought to you by United Sport and Cycle, where you can save up to 35%. United Sport and Cycle, your home for hockey for over 95 years. Mr. Lansky, are you a, a stallion waiting to get out? There's nothing I don't like about being called a stallion. So you carry on, because you're actually smoothing it a little, and I don't think we want it smooth. I think we want my rough, ed, my rough edges. So Yeah, now, is your wife laughing? At the moment? <laughs> no, you want to know what she's doing at the moment? Yeah. She's sitting 10 feet away from me, talking to her best friend from Toronto about literally every one of life's personnel problems. Hi. So if you hear, <laughs> now they're yelling. <laughs> so if you hear things in the background, they're not for me, but I want to be in my favorite chair and they want to be on the sofa. So that's what I'm dealing with today. And see, now I'm amped, buddy. Well, I, what I like is that we now know how much control you have in the home. No, you knew before, partner. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at a negative integer. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've been there, done that. Uh, <laughs> so, listen, I'm watching the orders last night, and, and it, it, you know, like, I know they have injuries. I know McDavid's out. I know it's, but it's same old, same old. And, you know, people keep talking, well, they got to learn the system. If, if they can't learn the system, then maybe you've got the wrong personnel. It's not, it's hockey. It's not, it's not, you know, rocket science. Dude, you are 100% correct. If we're at the point where you got to learn the system, uh, Darnell Nurse, after being there for nine years, which I heard last night and then almost hurled, I can't be believe he's been part of that for nine years. If you don't know the system by now, you're doing it wrong. It's got not a thing to do with the system. It's got to do with the mentality of winning, and it is so far in the distance you can't even see it with the Hubble telescope, and that scares the crap out of me. So, like, I don't, like, uh, they're 1-5-1 one, and one now, and surely to God they'll turn it around a little bit and go 3-4-1 and one or something in the next uh, number of games. But the way the National Hockey League works, every time you bleed a little bit, you it takes you double or triple the time to get back. Um, I, I, they don't have any room. There's no cap room. There are 20 men roster until McDavid gets back. There's no, there's very little options for the coach. Traditionally, if things get worse, you fire the coach. Uh, where do they go from here? They can't recall anybody because they're not waving anybody. Listen, dude, do you not think that the number one thing that winners have, and I don't care who it is. I don't care whether it's, a tennis player, Roger Federer, I don't care whether it's the New England Patriots, I don't care whether it's the Vegas Golden Knights. Do I not have to get to the point where you hate to play against me? Do you not have to hate to know that you're playing me? And I guarantee you something, my friend. When this season started, Rick Tockett did one thing. He said to the Vancouver Canucks, you got two games against these guys. 
you don't need to be afraid of a thing. And as soon as you get that in your head, that you not only can you beat this team, hey, you know, you have your pregame meeting. McDavid's going to get three points. Dreisaitl's going to get three points. That's fine. Half of them are going to be on the same goal, and we're going to pump six past those, past those two sieves they have in net. You're not afraid. There's no fear anymore. Once teams aren't afraid of you, you is done. And that's where they're at. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm not sure I see a 3-4-1. and one. You told me you were going to panic after seven games if it wasn't turned around. Well, I got a newsflash. I checked my abacus before we came on, and we're at seven. It took me three tries with the thing, but I got it. We're at seven, partner. I don't see a change. I'm scared to death. Well, that and what I like, I keep waiting for something like you know, LTIR Ryan McLeod or Wave Adam Ernie, and this is a new plan. When when you're in trouble and you're drowning, a lot of people react or do something. This whole thing about just waiting uh, for I don't know something is is new and interesting, but I don't think it's going to work. I I I know they want to solve it internally, but I think they did in the other games too. Look, I'm not – I hate doing this. I, I, I absolutely hate what I'm about to say. I hate it with all my heart. But I think you reach a limit with every voice that you're following. And I think they've reached a limit with the voice they're following. And, yes, that means Jay. And I think unless – you know, I watched every goal last night and every shot they took of the bench after the goal, he's looking down at the iPad. Listen, I get it. You want to see what happened there. You may want to review that second goal by Schneider. Was it offside? I get it. But the optics are not exactly what they should to be uh, what they should be and that optics is being projected onto the team. I I'm at the point now where if it's me, I got to make a change. I have to because the message ain't going in. And I don't even know what the message is anymore. Yeah, I, th- I don't think I think you are right. I think the coach is is in peril here, and and um, you know a quick dive out might help. But but you know we we I don't I didn't see anything that gave me a sign last night it was going to happen. By the way, the star on our uh, text grew text line is your wife. Never heard Steve's wife. That was a great debut. We need to hear more. Apparently, their conversation is now more interesting than us. You know what? I'd love to express shock, but I'm sure I can't. I will tell you that in the last 45 seconds, I had to make a series of hand gestures to bring the tone in the room down because I'm sure it's there. It's like I have the TV on in the background, but hey, kids, it's not the TV. It's, it's, it's the chit-chat. Well, what, what, I, what I like is that, that I, what I'm hoping is they're doing play-by-play of you. You know, what's he saying now? Oh, I don't know. Something about if they something. Were, listen, if they were smart, I got the cans on. They'd be talking about me right now if they were smart. You're right. <laughs> uh, people are also thrilled that you said negative integer on sports radio. Apparently, that's a big deal. It doesn't come up a lot. I don't think I've said it since grade nine math, but boom, there you go. So uh, the other thing, and I'm just riffing, I, I have other questions for you. I did prepare for this interview. Uh, people are saying, is this worse than the swarm with Dallas Akins? Good question. Um, yeah. Listen, we talked about this two weeks ago about the, you know, <laughs> there's an old saying, you show me a great coach and I'll show you a great quarterback. I, I, I get that. Oh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. 
I'm not sure you can change a coach enough to make a winning difference. I'm not saying the team won't win, but I'm saying win in terms of a Stanley Cup. And I'm telling you right now, this is, this is going to be so unpopular. I'm not sure the two big guns on this team are the two big guns who are going to win a Stanley Cup with this team. I've, 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 had to, I've had to grip that realization that I just am not sure that's ever going to happen. And if I have to put money on a square right now, I'm putting it on the no square. And that makes me sick to my stomach. It really does. So you have a chance to sign Leon first. Do you sign him and then do the unthinkable, or do you try to sign him and then figure it out after that? This is me thinking. This is you got a Declan. You got a thinking sound uh, bite there. Um, I, th- I hear laughter in the background. I think they're having yeah, a better time. Yeah, yeah, they're having a great time. Um, I think it, my answer, Al, is I think you think very, very hard about it, and you see what happens between now and that day. But I just don't, as a as somebody who wants to see them succeed. I mean, geez, Al, I was at my first Oilers game in 1975. I'm sure there's a bigger fan. I don't know who it would be. I've worked for them twice, for God's sake. I saw Wayne Gretzky play about 650 games in person. I don't know if there's a bigger fan. So, but I try to be objective and I just, I just don't see it. I see lots of skill, lots and lots of skill, but I just don't see the best players because to me those are two different things so they they hired you you worked for them and then you left and they they brought you back i worked for them uh putting together their uh public relations and all their statistics for five years the first five years in the nhl and then i came back and worked writing a trivia column for the game day magazine thank you Stephen sandor and i did that for about 10 years and and you got in and everything. The, your key card worked and all that. <laughs> I got to do the second job from Toronto, okay. and I actually did most part of the first job from Calgary. So I was remote working before they even had before it was even a thing. You know, I I think your career, your book will should be called. I don't know why they asked me to remote work, but I did it a lot. <laughs> no, no, no. I know why they asked me for remote work. Believe me. they I invented it. They invented it. How the hell do we get him out of here? That, I know that. I know that was the subject line in memo. I guarantee it. You're the one person I know, though, whose report card and then uh, employee evaluation were the same. Steve does not play well with others. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Must, no, no, no. I Listen, word for word. Must. Stop talking out in class. I am not kidding. I have the cards. I can I can scan them and send them to you. You will die laughing. I'm telling you, man, every single one. Wow. I, you running through a stop sign doesn't make sense to me. I, I, it just blows my mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, do you have a World Series pick? Yeah, good question. Uh, man, it is. I, I really find it hard to go, to go against Arizona, and I think it's insane that I think Arizona could win. Yeah. I don't see any names. I don't even see any names there that could win. But maybe it's the 69 Mets all over again, where it's like, yeah. I don't know how they won. You know, the amazing D-backs. The amazing, I, I, I find it hard to, 
bet against him, even though four games are in, in Texas. If you said to me right now, I'd say, you know what, I'm going to take Arizona. What the hell? Yeah, I, I you know, it, it, I can't wait for the first game because I think once that's done, we'll have an idea, a little better idea. Right now, it feels like this is like, you know, Canada, Russia, 72. I don't know how these teams will react to each other. No, and you know what? They're they're both coming in on really incredible roles. Uh, not necessarily, I mean, both series went seven, so they weren't winning all the time, but I think they're both playing way above their heads. Mm. And uh, I just, does one of them stumble? Do they just fight it out to the end? I just hope it's a great series. I Me really too. do, because i got to be honest, if you'd have told me two months ago this is going to be the World Series, I'd have gone... <laughs> falling asleep before you finished your sentence. So I hope it's a good one. I really do. No, I do too. I want to see a really good one. I think we will. Thank you, sir. Have a great weekend. All right. I'll take care, bud. There you go. Steve Lansky. He brought it. No, you can get mad at him. You can, you know, yell and scream and wave your hands and prance around like you just don't care. That's what Declan did during that conversation. No, I thought he brought, I was, I was on board with Steve. I like having Steve on and I thought he, uh, I thought he had a very interesting take there. Sometimes I try to call him Steve Arino, but he texts me afterwards and says, don't do that. So, Do you have a nickname, Declan? You know, not really. Some people call me D. Like, uh, yeah, some people call me D, Deck, every now and then. But my name, like, it doesn't really roll off the tongue. Have you, like, have you ever I, had if any? I played, if I had played Puck, my nickname probably would have been Dexy. Has anybody but, done the name game with your, with your with your name? What's the name game? It's a song. Oh. Name game, banana banana borama. No, no one's ever. Declan, Declan, Momekin. <laughs> I gotta figure that <laughs> I don't out. No, maybe when I was a kid, but not recently. Not that I. You can don't know the name anyway. game. I don't think so. Fee five full. No, I was I was out playing in the yard. I wasn't, you know, singing name game. <laughs> I was playing. I was playing street hockey with my friends. <laughs> Low tides, brain splatters. Okay. <laughs> All right, Tyler, your M check is on the way next, uh, and I'm sure he'll have more hot takes on a day where. Anything goes. This is the Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. It's the Lowdown on Sports 1440, driven by Wolf GMC Buick. I almost fell off my chair. So violent the way I said Lowdown. It's because you were dancing to a little Asia here. A little bit. I was thinking it was going to be another car song. Did you know you were stuck on the cars for a while? I did. I actually was going to play My Best Friend's Girl. Um, but then I figured, you know so what, like, it's getting too obvious, so I got to switch it up. So good. You know, the the three-chord rock that were coming out of America during that period, that was like Cars, Ramones. Yeah, they were great. Real good. They were great. Yeah. I liked uh, I liked a lot of the Cars songs. They all sounded the same. Although, were they the ones who did Drive? Benjamin yes, Orr? they did. So good. Did. That's such a lovely ballad. Oh, they were, they were great. Yeah, they were great. Liked them. It's like uh, Beth is the best kiss song, but don't tell Robin Brownlee. Oh, it's definitely the best kiss song. God, just get really angry. Got to go with something like Detroit Rock City and don't tell him I was made for loving you is disco. You get all mad about it. Just incredible. Goes on and on and on. We do not learn from experience. We learn from reflection on experience. John Dewey. This summarizes the order's current season and their responses so far. Lansky just reinforced everything I've been trying to say. They're too easy to play against. His call on Connor and Leon not winning a cup is all on the supporting cast. Crows and Estoiler. LT, how many games does the coach have left if we continue to win one out of seven? Seven or less. You can't do this. 
You, 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 it's, it's not only that they're losing, it's the expectations that they had. And now they have this. It's like, um, if I, if, if you and I are at a party and we're playing poker and there's four of us and we take a break and we give Declan $350 to go get booze and he comes back with three fresca. Well, there's going to be more hell than a little bit. What did you do with the money, Declan? I buried it. Did you get Tyler, or was that a pizza call? No, I uh, still know Tyler. He just texted me. He's uh, he's doing something. He's on there. You know he's a busy guy. He's got a lot to talk about, so we're going to get him in a couple minutes here. So but, wait uh, a minute. Wait a minute. He's on the air now where? Well, with Oilers Nation. So we're waiting on the guest. We are. But he's a big guest. Oh. And he brings a lot to the table. How the hell did he get this? We are waiting on Tyler Uremchuk. Yeah, but I mean, he probably he probably spent a few a few 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 days waiting on you back. Uh, well, he sure as hell did because yeah. I was a prima donna and I still am. Well, here it goes. Circle gets the square. You know. Listen, I'm the new Tyler. Anything you're going to ask him, you can ask me. All right. How don't do that. Don't feet? do that. Don't do that. Oh no, my feet are at perfectly average size, ten and a half. Yeah, you, you know, never heard a man so happy with the word average when he was talking about himself. I don't mind. Like, I don't need big feet. I don't want to have little feet, but. Little feet's a good band. Yeah. Willin, Dixie Chicken. So good. Is this the lowdown on 1440 from Kevin? Yes. Play magic, please. You mean ho, 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 it's magic by pilot or something else? That's a good song. The owners should know that a bottom six builds energy for the top six. Well, they can't do that. They're, they don't have a bottom six. They got three guys and then two guys. That's not six. Gentlemen, if we move on from Woodcroft, who's next? Well... I don't know. I, I I don't know. I think Paul Coffey is involved in the deciding of things. I think Jeff Jackson would be. Ken Holland certainly would be. Um, maybe it's in-house. Maybe it's Gullitson. I don't know. I do not know. Pinto should not be suspended. Yours truly, Charlie Hustle. That's not a story. Everybody knows he was suspended for a reason. I wonder if there'll be more, though. I mean, was he doing something that... That was obviously wrong, and everybody knew it. I feel bad for him, but I don't think he's alone, probably. Come on, firing the coach isn't the answer. Stop blaming the coach. Stop blaming the system. Start blaming the players. And now you're running McDavid and Dreisaitl out of town. Ridiculous take from Mike. Well, I just am so happy that we're all getting along. That's the key. Now, you're upset. You need the voice of reason. What we have for you is Tyler Uremchuk. I don't know if he's going to pour gasoline or maybe pour you a drink and you can have a nice chalk in the backyard. But here we go. Tyler Uremchuk joins us now from Daily Faceoff. How are you, sir? How do you feel about this Edmonton Oilers team right now? What an interesting question. How do I feel about uh, puppies dying? Um, things of that nature. <laughs> not good. Right? Um, not good. Uh, maybe we should pour ourselves a little Crown Royal before we start. Oh, this thing. please. And, and thank you, by the way. I finished that up yeah. recently, and I so enjoyed it. <laughs> I love the way the fan base reacts because 
if you were new, if you had never been to Edmonton, if you never knew anything about hockey and you were listening to Oilers fans, you would think Dustin Schwartz is the devil himself. <laughs> and I don't think this is his fault. Just a hunch. No, you're, you're, but I, I, I would, I, I actually would love to hear a reason take on why Dustin Schwartz is as hated as he is. I don't know how we'd know if he was bad. Yeah, I, and like you know, if he's had a job this long through multiple regimes and multiple goalies, like surely he can't be that bad. I also, I can't stand people who are doing the fire the coach thing with Jay Woodcroft and Dave Manson. Al, if this core group of players can't get it done with this coach, Jay Woodcroft, if they need another coaching change, at some point you got to look in the mirror. At some point it's on that core group. If they can't get it done with Woodcroft, they can't get it done, period. Well, I I think that's true, and I also think that we're reaching that point. At some point, one of these big guys is going to go, look, I don't want to do this again. Like, can we just stop the world and let me off? Yeah, um, and that's the other thing, too. Like, you need some sort of stability. You can't keep doing this. Fire the coach. Trade this guy. Trade that guy. The problems early on, I know it's a very popular opinion to do the whole, it's the new defensive system. I promise you it is not. It is not that. This team is getting outworked. Is that a lame dinosaur take? Do I sound too much like whatever, an old man? I don't know, maybe. (laughs) But, Sounds like me on. to me. <laughs> they're getting outworked at every turn, low tide. Well, I think they're. I, what I what I what I was astounded by last night is you watch the pass go across the road there and go in the net. I'm thinking, okay, that's one that can't happen again. Oh wait a minute, it did, and it's like the too many men penalty. I, I think they're. I think they're defeated during the anthem. Honestly, right now. They have no fight back. One thing goes bad. Look at the Winnipeg game. You get off to a great start, and it's like, bang, here we go. Even the Vancouver game, bang, here we go. One thing doesn't go your way, and they crumble. Last night, the third period was their best third period of the year, but that's not saying much. They still got shut out by 92-year-old Jonathan Quiff. Like, <laughs> I, it's, it's embarrassing right now. It's the give-a-you-know-what meter. It's a lack of effort. They need to dig deep and figure it out themselves. There's no external solution here. That that was a real shot at Jonathan Quick. It was funny, but I know you know I don't have to like him. I mean, do you go on other radio stations and say 200 year old Alan Mitchell? I bet you do. <laughs> I only do one radio station. Okay, well, and, and keep it that way. Now, um, so, so, so uh, I. I every day, like a fool, a fool. I check the waiver wire, expecting to see like somebody on it, and and I guess Adam Ernie would be it. Um, are they just going to run these guys over and over again? Like, just no, we're not going to make any changes. Well, that's another thing that is kind of frustrating me here. I know I just said there's no external solution, but we've now watched it's in seven games, right? So that means we've gotten twenty-one. I guess he wasn't in the first game. Eighteen periods of Adam Ernie. Low Tide, I am so certain that Lane Peterson could be at least not worse than this. Like, surely Lane Peterson can help you win games more than Adam Ernie can. And you look around the league, I mean, Vegas has this Paul Cotter guy walking around, going top shelf through his legs, and Devin Shores knocking down passes at his hip and scoring on breakaways. And the Oilers have Adam Ernie missing wide-open nets from the crease. Like, it, he can't, he's not helping you win. The experiment's done. 
send him down. If you don't want to bring up Raph Lavoie because you think he needs more seasoning, bring up Lane Peterson. I would say bring them both up, and I'd have Ryan and Ernie on waivers. I would have had them on waivers 90 minutes ago, Tied. I surely someone can help you win more than those two because right now they're not doing much of anything. It's it's um, like I, I've used words like flummoxed and other things I don't really know the meaning of to describe this, but I I I don't know how the hell we got here. How are they so bad? And that's the mind blowing part of this whole thing. Like at least you can look down to Calgary, and I know some Oilers fans take some joy in obviously seeing them flounder, but they're sitting there and their season's miserable, and you kind of go. Yeah, I thought maybe things would be different, but this makes sense, right? Nobody in that room's getting along. They're struggling to play a full 60 minutes. That's what happened last year. It makes sense. This is game 83, an 84, 85, 86, 87 of last season. This Oilers team, how are they this bad? This team's won three. This core has won three playoff rounds in the last two years. They've won game sevens against the LA Kings. And they, they look, they're a lottery team right now. What is happening? It, it, it's like... It, it, I like I, I I try to think along, and I've done it for like twenty years on the blog with management and coaching, and then I assume they have things and ideas they're trying. And I know Vancouver beat them twice at the beginning of the year, and I know they have a new system, and I know there are breakdowns, but they're they don't look strong on five on five, and I know it's not that Kyler Yamamoto is gone, and I. I Maybe Brown is more – maybe that was just a bad, bad, bad. Is that it? I don't think Connor Brown's a bad bet. I'm not willing to say that yet. Like, the guy missed a full calendar year. He looked good in the preseason. We know there's good hockey in this guy. I'm not writing off Connor Brown. I'm not the people who are saying, put him on waivers. Come on now. Be better than that. Um, be better fans than that. You know, uh, I, I think Connor Brown's still going to end up being a fine bet. I still am holding out hope he's going to hit 20 goals this year. I think that was a smart play because, Tide, they had no money. Connor Brown's on the books for 750k this year, and that's all they could squeeze in. If Connor Brown didn't come in, you were getting no one. So I think it was a bet they were kind of forced to make. I'm still standing by that call. Um, people turn around. Like, as down in the dumps as we are right now, like my comparison to the Flames, like, it might not turn around in Calgary. This is who they were last year. This might just be who they are. This Oilers team's better. This Oilers team, I can't believe I'm pulling this line out on October 27th side, but they're capable of going on a 10-game heater, and they're a 10-game heater away from us forgetting all about all this. I can't believe you did that. You are (laughs) – is there a corner you can go stand in, sir? (laughs) A 10-game heater away from getting back in this game. This is like your greatest hits. (laughs) <laughs> it really is that's what i feel like right now oh my god i i i i thought you'd retired that that's like that's like elton john singing Levon. i was hoping i'd retired it i really thought my thing the last couple of years at oilers nation is each year i've sat here on american thanksgiving and been like oh they might miss the playoff and this year i swore i promised on every podcast i do i said no more of the American Thanksgiving stuff. I'm going to remember the big picture. We didn't even make it to American Thanksgiving. We no. barely made it to Canadian Thanksgiving. <laughs> and we're freaking out. <laughs> What's wrong? We're not men. <laughs> we used to be hunters low tide. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. This was tremendous. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, whenever you can riff off an old Seinfeld episode at the end of an interview, you've done well. We're not men. Look at us. We're pathetic. (laughs) Uh, Well, I enjoyed it.
<clears throat> oh, man. You know, you have been rocking the text line today. NHL said they found no evidence of Pinto betting on hockey, but he suspended 41 games. It's funny, you can make money advertising betting sites, doing commercials, but can't bet on sports. Well, you're if you're in the game, right? Like, if you're in the sport, I get that. Like, if I, if I were watching tonight's baseball game and I found out two days later that the uh, pitcher of the Diamondbacks had Chicago White Soxed me, I'd be upset. I get that. A friend of mine had a theory about what Pinto was doing was that he was giving his friends inside information. And apparently this happened in uh, European soccer. There was a guy, I forget. Oh, Lucas, Lucas Paqueta, I think was his name. Lucas Paqueta was telling his friends to bet his over on fouls in a game. And he would just go and slide tackle people. Yeah. So I think my, my friend had a theory. Uh, shout out Aiden. He had a theory that that was what Pinto was doing. He was giving Why his friends. Why is Aiden not on this show? Why are you and I here? Aiden clearly has a bigger brain than we do. Well, listen, if we ever want to hit for for soccer across the pond he is the guy to get i'll tell you that uh knows what he's talking about but yeah that was that was what he was saying and i think like if it's something you can control like that you obviously you can't control goals um but but hits all you got to do is throw the body and if you can you know tell tell your friends tell tell the guys running your account hey go bet the over on hits pretty easy to do we are going to go once more to the woodshed with dustin schwartz i'm sorry it's here i gotta read it this is the lowdown with low tide on sports 1440 it's the lowdown on Sports 1440. Springsteen, dancing in the dark. He stole my move in that video. And your girl, Courtney Cox. Oh, man, beautiful girl. Ooh. Although Rachel's my girl. Jennifer Aniston. Looks like your mom, apparently. Anyway. <laughs> the stuff you give me and then you then you go, well, he'll forget it. I will never forget no, that. No, I thought about that all day. I, I have no oh idea why God. I said that. I... I, I that I, was my biggest blip by far. It is now, in two it months. Is now you're, you cannot let me meet her. Yeah, no, you that was can't. that was crazy. You, I don't know why. I brought you that should up. never let me meet your mom. I just no. I was. I should have said <laughs> something about college football. I instead. will. I will absolutely embarrass you, and there is no chance that won't happen. I will embarrass you so bad. <laughs> cannot wait to meet your mom. No one's meeting the parents. No, yeah, it's right. happening. No. <laughs> it is so happening. What if I said to you, what if I said, uh, now I'm just, I, I'm, I'm asking you this. You don't have to do it. But you have a four-year-old brother, right? Yes. Could we get him on the radio for like five minutes? Um, it'd be tough. He's at, you know, he's usually at daycare during this time. I would love to get him on here. Um, but I think just that'd for, be like, great. we just ask him what you like and what he likes and stuff. Because I'm going to tell you a little secret. Kids on radio are like gold. Listen, it'd be tough, but if you if you if you really want to make that happen, I'll do my best. Okay, and maybe your mom could bring him over. Well, he's my dad's. Son, okay, so All right. she could, but that'd be even weird. I don't want to get involved in this. Right. I just want to meet your mom. Yeah, that's all, all right. I'm doing. Well, forget here. it, then. No one's coming on. <laughs> it started so innocently, and then here we are. It's funny how often I can derail the whole show. Uh, the lowdown is driven by Wolf GMC Buick. New name, same great team. Find them on the corner of 184th Street and Stony Plain Road. WolfGMCBuick.com. Say hi to Doug and Mary. Good folks. You know that five years from now, I'll still be doing this, right? Like, you know that. It's never going away. It never is. Oh, boy. Not responding to me is the best thing you can do. 
See, sometimes I don't know if you're talking to me or if you're just kind of talking out into the, to the orifice there. What I there. do is I've learned with you is that, and it, it's a good instinct you have, I'll say something and then I'll give you a little room to jump in. And if you don't, I'll just keep going. So it's like a yes. dance we have. Well, to, sometimes the thing is, sometimes you'll say, what do you think? And then kind of continue on with your tangent and you'll be saying you, as in the listeners, the text line, whatever it may be. Sometimes it's in reference to me. In the first segment of the show, there was one that was a reference to me and I caught it way too late. There was a bit of a gap and you kept going. So thank you for uh, saving the show. True pro. But yeah, you know, sometimes it's a little tough to decipher. I would just say to you that, uh, you know, it's uh as a broadcaster over many years, the 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 dance of radio is the two man show is that it's always uh, um, available to you. Yes. So, like, don't ever feel you can't chime in. Okay, I like that. No. I like no. that. But Thank then you. I might be going too much, and you'll be like, I I gave I opened you know, the door, and now he's he he won't leave the house. I've been on radio for about fourteen years. People have heard my voice. I don't think it's that big a deal to hear my voice. Yeah. yeah, you may be surprised. I think, I think nah, a lot of people want to hear what you have nah, to say. Nah, nah, nah. Not like that. Um, now, the orders, it's a thing. We, we're, we're talking about what they are. Uh, I run on The Athletic today, and I, I'm getting a lot of feedback from people, and I get how mad you are. But I want you to understand that Matthias Ekholm's injury was a big deal. Connor McDavid's injury is a big deal. Connor Brown isn't 100%. Evander Kane isn't shooting like he was. Brett Kulak had something going on. Zach Hyman, too. Ladies and germs, that's a lot of people. So I think I'm not giving, I'm not, I'm not excusing it. I'm saying you can't just be black or white on these issues. You can be mad at the Oilers for not winning, but you can also acknowledge that they got a lot of hurt guys. And maybe Ekholm came back too early. I don't know. But he's not the Ekholm we saw a year ago. If he was, the Oilers would have more than one win. McDavid's being out is impactful. What's he missed? Two games? Is it two games? Yeah, it was uh, It was just the Wild and the Rangers. Right. And what were the final scores in those games combined? So, you know, off the top here, it was uh, it was 10-4. Right. 10-4. Right. That's not an offensive problem. I mean, listen, you don't want to be averaging two goals a game in two games, but you're giving up 10. Yeah. That seems, look, one empty netter, but still, that seems no. to me to be the uh, bigger thing. They are, are, there's a thing. There's a thing in coverage. And, and one of the things, and I do this all the time, one of the things that, that we make a mistake as observers of the game is we identify what we think we know is happening. And m- maybe we have not understood the play. We only understood a portion of the play. I'm going to read you something from somebody named Johnny, who I've conversed with back and forth for a long time. And Johnny is not a guy who calls people out, but he is a student of the game, like me. And he's probably farther ahead than I am. He said, I replayed the play you're talking about where you said Nurse turned the wrong way twice. I remember earlier in Nurse's career, he would get criticized because he would chase his man behind the net, leaving the high danger area in the slot open for a back pass. He would get burnt on that play. So I think he modified that part of his game to let the man get behind the net and to protect the slot, even if it looks awkward. From that point of view, I'm okay with how Nurse played it. If the puck carrier would have dropped the pass in the slot, next forward would have scored 100% would have been on him. On that goal in particular is more Fogel not watching the man, and we needed a save, and that's the honest truth. 
You see, I wish there was more of this in the conversation we have on the radio or on blogs or at The Athletic, although The Athletic is really good. People are very, very astute at The Athletic. I I think we can all learn from each other. And there, for some reason, the the Twitter, but also the, the boards and things, people just get involved. They have an opinion, and then they have to defend it to the death. And it's okay to change your mind. Probably the smartest guy I know is Darcy McLeod, Wood Guy, from Puck IQ and, and Because Oilers. And he's routinely, not routinely, but once in a while he'll say, you know, I said this, and as it turned out, I've looked at it again, and it's this. Why can't we be like that as a group? Why can't that happen? The pack mentality of Euler fan online is, frankly, it's boring. And it's sort of outlived its purpose, for me anyway. I don't want to argue with people. I'm tired of arguing with you. I just am. I, I've, I've heard your arguments before. I'd like to talk to you. When we talk and we communicate, I think we both learn. That's what I'd like. I feel like a I'm in a hinterlands who's who here, but that's how I feel. I feel we sort of lost the magic. The wand went away. People are rightly, including Bruce Winter, giving Ramchuk hell for his 10-game heater comment. He used to say that all the time about everything. Oh, my God, him and the Jays. The Jays are out of it, but if they went on a 10-game heater, Al, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Has Edmonton ever had a stud goalie with this goalie coach? Well, I mean, Skinner is a good goaltender. Uh, Mike Smith played well. Um, we haven't seen great from Jack Campbell. Miko Koskinen, who else did he coach? He hasn't been here that long. He didn't. Go, he's not back to Dubnik. Declan's mom, that's going to live in infamy. Why did you say that? Now you got everybody acting a fool. Yeah, I don't know. I was just, uh, I was rolling. We were going back and forth the way we usually do. It was a little slip of the tongue. I wish I could take it back. What do you do? Well, I, I could have glossed over it, but oh no, I'm in there like a dirty shirt. Yeah, you, you, I didn't oh, help. You pounded that, you pounded I that didn't one. help at all. What just are you going to do? Bear. What a display of immature malehood. You embarrassed? No. All right. You should be. Well. HR is not going to like this one. <laughs> I don't think I said anything bad about your mom. You did. Oh, look at you backtracking now. No, look no. You were. Engine, you're putting your as, engineer cap on. As I recall. Flash it was, the pinky ring. As, as I recall, it was my mom yells a lot. And oh. she did when I was young. Did she ever? Man. My goodness. Now, would your sister be listening to report to your mom, or is she on your side? I beg your pardon? Would your sister be listening to the show now so she could report to your mom what I just said? Uh, yeah, if she heard it, she would probably bring it up to her. Yeah. Okay, well, that's great. Yeah. They're a tag team. They're a tag team. I think women stick together real well. They and do. They, they, they don't need to. They're way smarter than we are, so it's not like they need the help. But nah. Your m shouldn't be taking shots at Jonathan Quick. He'd stop that shot, too. Whoa. There are comparisons being made to the 2017 Oilers that missed the playoffs. 
This roster is far superior to that team. Starts on Sunday. As far as Calgary goes, they replaced Foley's goals with no one. Calgary start may have been predictable, Coach Mike. Nah. Nope. I'm not buying any of it. I think both of these teams were expected to do better, and they should have done better, and they will do better, but this is serious if you're the Edmonton Oilers. They had a meeting yesterday. Oh, you never you never want to have a meeting seven games into the season. But that's where yeah. we're at, and it's justified. So. Like, the window is so small, and it's there, and it's now, and it well, has to happen. I think, I think you, you are aware of windows, and uh, I've always said five years. And everybody's like, well, once they signed Rysidle and McDavid, you are not promised that. And just because you say it's so, and people are like, well, what are you talking about? They're going to sign here. Where else are they going to sign? You're kidding, right? You think some team's not going to find $15 million if they even if they throw somebody overboard? It's Connor McDavid. If I, Just imagine the Los Angeles Kings signed Connor McDavid. The New York Rangers signed Connor McDavid. The Toronto Maple Leafs signed Connor McDavid. Get out of town. That that's, you know, that is massive. That is a huge story the National Hockey League lives to have. And what could stop it? Well, the Stanley Cup could. And that's what you've said. You've said they want to win, yep. and they may love Edmonton. They may love playing together, but they want to win Stanleys because at the end of the day, if they don't. We're gonna look down. We're gonna look down the list of all-time greats, and there's gonna be one name without a Stanley. And Connor McDavid does not want to have that attached to him. He wants to win. He has to go to the best situation. He's gonna win. And if if signing somewhere else in a couple of years is is what makes that happen, that's what he's gonna do. Out of all this bad play, something has sparked Fogel. Seems more noticeable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's since the deadline. It's a it's a thing. It is. Daniel Nugent Bowman, Stephen Meyer from the NHL said yesterday there are roughly 1,000 unsold tickets available for the outdoor game. I questioned him about prices. He said tickets are cheaper than most NHL outdoor games. We'll see what the crowd is like. It doesn't feel like there's much buzz. Lousy starts by Edmonton and Calgary don't help. He's right on all counts. Right on all counts. Gramchuk taking more of a beating over his 10-game heater. Just bring it to him. I want you to slam down on that guy. LT and delightful Declan. Here we go with the fan base for Declan. I was hoping it wouldn't happen, and here we are. Not a big deal. Do you think the Oilers fans, one generation saw greatness, and this generation never seen greatness? You're absolutely correct. We fans are over-emotional in regards to our teams. Hemi Oiler fan and YYC. This whole Declan's mom, we can't bring it up again next week. It's just getting out of hand. No, yeah. Oh, we're done with it. It's dead and buried. Well, I'm, we're we're talking about, listen, I'm trying to look ahead to better things where, you know, we're sitting here in three months and the Oilers have wrote the ship and they're sitting second in the Pacific, maybe even first. Let's be optimistic. They've they've passed goal, Vegas and, and we're sitting back here having a laugh about all the things we used to say in October. That's what I'm looking ahead to. Yeah. And I'll say, man, I bet Declan's mom's really happy about this winning streak. She doesn't. She's not really. A, she she loves sports, but, you know, she's not really a hockey hockey fan. She loves Olympic sports, tennis, swimming, things so like that. So she's highbrow. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. she's very highbrow. She was, yeah, she was a runner back in the day. I think she went third at the World Masters Championships in the half marathon oh, in the, the early hell? 2000s. Why are you revealing this like nine weeks into our relationship? Well, I was hoping my mom would never come up on this show, but it, oh, it's been fair. here, so I, I figured I would, <laughs> I figured I would leak the info. Well, say hi to her for us. Yeah, she was a heck of a runner. Since she's now a star of the show. But to your point, I don't think she's going to be, you know, too enthralled if the Oilers, like I said, right the ship and end up first, second in the Pacific in a couple months' time. <laughs> Which is what I want, for the record. That's what Declan wants. I can't read the text line anymore. You guys are awful. Just, just, just. Oh, you saw the text about trade him first, talking about Connor, and you didn't want to touch that. Well, that, I'm like, whatever. (laughs) No, I know, I know. I'm I'm like, you know, people get upset. And I, like, you know, I I punched a hole in a wall when they traded Messier. I'm not, like, here to stand and be the, you know, the the great arbiter of, of what is proper and improper. But, you know, trading Connor is like, that's not a thing. I don't think you can. Honestly, there's no, what could you get for him that wouldn't be fireable if you're the GM? How'd I got uh, two first round picks and Artie Shaw? You know, it's not going to work. And Artie Shaw was really good. No player is untradeable. But a Connor McDavid trade would have to be like salary aside. It would have to be like McKinnon, McCarr, and Ranton in coming back. Or it something. would have to be like the really, as McCurdy says, the sun, the moon, and the stars. Yes, it would have to be like that that level. So, are we almost done? It's time. I think it's time to go. Oh, Weekend's here for you. I just you know I, I I got up and I drove here. It's quite a lot. Uh, all right, Jason Greger on the way. Thanks so much for turning into the lowdown. It's time for a sports update.